0: Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media, to make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. So as you know, the church in the holy month of Kiach reads from Luke chapter 1, and we sort of break down Luke chapter one into a number of weeks. And the goal of this whole month is to tell us the story of the incarnation, to tell us the story of a God who loved the world so much that he sent his only begotten son into the world in order to save the world, in order to heal the world, in order to, the, to bring the world back to himself. And I think it's very easy for us as we go through this season to sort of get caught up in all the stuff, caught up in the gifts, caught up in the busyness, caught up in the food, caught up in the, you know, the, 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 the activities, and miss out on the whole reason for the season. And I think when you look at the way the church sort of designs the readings, the goal is that even if you forget one week, you're brought back very quickly to the purpose again on Sunday. Like even if you're occupied with so many things, when you get to church on Sunday, you're very quickly reminded of this whole season is about Christ entering into the world to heal and save me. And as you read the the gospel reading today, it's a very powerful story because we hear about the Annunciation of the Lord Jesus Christ last week from the angel Gabriel to St. Mary. And then you go to verse 39 today from Luke chapter 1. And it says, Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to the city of Judah. Now let me refresh your memory. Right before this, the angel appears to St. Mary and says to her, You are going to become the Theotokos, you are going to become the mother of God you are going to carry in your womb the Savior of the entire world. And St. Mary is not focused on the work that she is about to do. She's not saying, let me stay home in my house. Let me take care of myself. Let me make sure I rest. Y'all know the first trimester of a baby Pregnancy, all the ladies out here who've had kids, the first trimester is where motion sickness happens, morning sickness rather, where you feel nauseous, where you kind of don't feel yourself. And when you look at what St. Mary endures, does anyone know how far Nazareth is to Judah? Geographically, anyone can take a guess? A hundred miles 100 miles. That's like, like, like me walking or taking a donkey to pass Baltimore, even past Baltimore. So imagine St. Mary pregnant with the mother of God. She's the mother of God. Pregnant in her womb, not thinking of herself. It says that she made with great haste her way to St. Elizabeth. See, those who are filled with God those who have the mind and the heart of God. The first thing that they do when they are filled with the presence of God is they look at the interests of others. They don't look to themselves and say, what about my needs? What about my desires? What about my responsibilities? They immediately put themselves aside and put the interest of the other more. And I think that's why the Lord Jesus Christ in the fullness of time comes through St. Mary, because St. Mary embodies the heart of God. St. Mary self-denies, self-forgets, and self-empties. She self-denies. She doesn't say, I became the Theotokos now. I'm carrying in my womb Christ. She puts herself aside. She self-forgets, she doesn't think You know, I am carrying this baby. I need to now think about myself first and foremost. She puts herself to the side, and she self empty She goes, and what does she do? She serves her elderly cousin, St. Elizabeth. And I think that's a beautiful first point for all of us to be thinking about in this season. This season is not about me. This season is not about me. Because if we call ourselves Christians, Many Christs, we are called to be like him and let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation coming in the likeness of men. He made himself of no reputation. He emptied himself and became like you and I. Saint Mary empties herself and goes to the lowest place to serve Saint Elizabeth, She doesn't put herself on a pedestal. She doesn't say, I became the Theotokos now. Look at me, St. Elizabeth, you should come serve me since I am the bearer of God. No. She puts the interests of St. Elizabeth first and foremost. And I think that's the lesson for all of us today. First and foremost in this season, are you thinking about others more? Are you looking to bless others more? Are you looking to serve others more? Are you thinking about those who do not have someone to celebrate the holidays with and extending an invitation? Are you thinking about those who maybe don't get Christmas gifts and maybe can send a Christmas gift to them? Are you thinking about those who maybe are hospitalized or those who are forgotten in nursing homes? You know, there's 2.1 elderly, 2.1 million elderly in the United States that have no one to visit them, not one person to visit them. Are we in our understanding of the gospel, becoming like Christ by emptying ourselves and serving others, or are we putting ourselves in the highest place? See, the beautiful thing is look what happens. She travels 100 miles to go to Judah. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. I wonder what the voice of St. Mary must have sounded like to St. Elizabeth. I wonder what kind of greeting she must have said. Most people will say she said, Shalom, peace be upon you. But the beautiful thing is, is those who are also filled with the Holy Spirit, it says St. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit they recognize the presence of God. They immediately know when the presence of God is there. So St. Mary walks in, and what does St. Elizabeth do? Immediately, she's filled with the Holy Spirit. St. John the Baptist in her womb leaps, filled with joy over the presence and the visitation of the divine to her household. You know, when Abuna baptizes a child one of the beautiful things that the church does is we use three different oils. The first oil is called the oil of the exorcism, or the oil where we basically dispel any forces of darkness that can work against this child or this adult. The second oil we use is called the oil of joy. Do you know what the oil of joy is? The oil of joy is basically that this child, anytime he or she, or this adult, any time he or she hears the gospel, they receive the gospel with joy. They receive the message of Christ with joy, that their hearts leap with gladness over the word of God being spoken or the word of God being read to them. I wonder to many of us, some of us even in this room right now are kind of dozing off. Some of us are kind of distracted and thinking about, I gotta get home to cook Christmas Eve dinner with my family. How many of us though sincerely with our hearts are eager to hear the word of God and receive the word of God with joy, with motivation, with inspiration to go hear and act. Abuna, when he goes and he blesses the gospel, he says, may we hear and may we act according to the holy gospel. Do when we hear the word of God, leap with joy over Christ speaking to us, over Christ trying to witness to us over Christ, trying to whisper in our ear a very specific message that each of us need to hear. Many of us, I think the word of God goes through one ear and out the other. Many of us, I think, it's just like, I've heard this before. How many times are we going to hear the visitation of St. Mary to Elizabeth? But every single time we hear the word of God, there's a new, fresh message that the Lord wants to speak to every single one of us if our hearts are open and ready to receive it. See, St. Elizabeth, the moment she heard the voice of St. Mary and the moment she encountered the presence of Christ in her womb, she was filled with the Spirit and St. John the Baptist leaped in her womb. Then she spoke with a loud voice and said, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come? By the way, who told St. Elizabeth that St. Mary was pregnant? Who told her? Is it written anywhere in Luke chapter 1? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit enlightens and makes the person aware of the presence of Christ. He will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance of the things which I have spoken to you. The role of the Holy Spirit is always to point us into relationship with Christ. St. Elizabeth has no angel telling her that St. Mary is bearing God in her womb. There's nothing written in the scriptures. But what does she do? Immediately, she's filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit makes her aware of the presence of Christ. And I wonder to myself, what does she do? She broke out into song. She broke out into praise. She broke out into hymn. The presence of God makes our voices overflow with encouragement, overflow with inspiration and, 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 and encouragement to every single person that each of us encounter. I wonder, for me first and foremost, how much are my words seasoned with salt? When I encounter Christ, does his encounter with me lead me to encourage other people? Are the words that come out of my mouth encouraging words to other people? Are the words that come out of my mouth uplifting words? Or are the words that come out of my mouth discouraging? Ask yourself, review the next last 24 hours of your day. Did you say nice things to your children, encouraging? Did you say nice things to your spouses? Were you encouraged children to listen to your parents and to speak kindness to them? I think many of us, it's very easy for us in this season Again, to get caught up in this stuff and miss out on the, what we learned from St. Elizabeth, which is the moment she encountered Christ in the womb of St. Mary, is the moment she broke out into praise, into thanksgiving, into worship of the person who was before her. For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. I wonder, when I speak, is my words that come out of my mouth, encouragement to every single one of us. There's three lessons for us. First, empty yourself in this season and go about serving those the least of the brethren, those who are in the lowest place, those who are struggling. The second is, when I recognize the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ before me, what do I do? What do I do? I leap with joy over his presence. And finally, how much when I leap for joy over his presence do I go about speaking words of encouragement to every single person that I encounter because of who I have encountered myself. I pray that all of us, if maybe our words have been discouraging, if maybe our hearts have not leapt with joy, if maybe our thoughts and our minds have been on ourselves, that we can... Look to him who presents himself in the lowest place. The God of the universe humbles himself into an urbana and into some wine. The God of the universe humbles himself into the form of bread and wine in order to exchange our life, or our brokenness with his life. If any of us today are feeling discouraged, if any of us today are feeling like these three messages or three points for us are too far to reach, go to him. Go to him and say, Lord, I need to be like you. I need you to fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I can speak glad tidings to every single person, so that I can look to serve others, so that I can go about doing the work which you've called me to do. This is the most powerful medium for us to go about in the world doing the work which God calls us. At the end of every liturgy Abuna says what? He says go in peace. What is go in peace? The peace peace which you've received from him, we are to go about in the world giving peace and being ambassadors to peace, of peace to every single person that we encounter. Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Let all of us in this season say with the angels what the angels inspired were inspired to say about Christ. May we give glory to God in the highest. May we be ambassadors of peace and have goodwill towards our fellow man this day and every day. Glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God,